0: Welcome to Power Fueled Living, spirit, soul, and body. Through Christ, we can thrive in every area of our lives. Power Fueled Living Power Fueled Living Welcome to Power Fuel Living. I'm your host, Lisa Hooks. And I'm so glad that you've joined me today. You know, I was thinking about John 3.16. And it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And man, that is such good news. It's actually great news. You know, Jesus died on the cross with the sins of the world on him. He rose on the third day and is at the right hand of the Father interceding for us. And I'm so grateful that we have an advocate. Listen, when we are following Christ, we're following Satan or our own will. And our will can be fleshy (laughs) and sinful. But that sin nature can be transformed into a sinless nature through repentance. We repent and ask Jesus to come be our Lord and Savior. Not just our Savior, but our Lord. And he does. And now we have everlasting life in heaven. And, you know, God did this because of his love for us. When I think about God's love, when I think about him giving his son for us, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thought. It's an amazing feeling. And when we, when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we also receive the Holy Spirit. Remember that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And as we acknowledge and accept the love of God, the Holy Spirit helps us grow it. He helps us live it out. But there are many people who struggle with love. And I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about the things that we can do to overcome this struggle. You know, storge is affection or family love. This is about relationships with someone and your feelings towards them. It also includes marriage. And you know we can't we can't choose our families. A lot of us don't grow up with a signed spouse or husband. Now there are so some cultures that do, but most of us, God blesses us with a spouse, and God wants us to love our spouses. If not with storge, with His love, agape love. You know, and some families love and get along. Some families love but don't get along. Other families don't love but get along. And some families just don't love and don't get along. There is family division all over the world. Sibling division, parent-child division, aunts and uncles, nieces and nephews, it's rampant but first John 4 and 7 has a has an answer. Beloved, let us love one another for love is from God and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Wow, that's a powerful powerful scripture. I know that many of you are hurt because maybe your mom or dad walked out, because a spouse walked out. And even as an adult, you still have anger. Um, Some of your parents may have been divorced and started another family. This can be very hurtful. And you know what? (sighs) Forgiveness is the answer. Domestic violence and abuse are in many families. If you've been physically abused, sexually abused, mentally abused, I encourage you to forgive. Forgive that father or stepfather, forgive that mother or stepmother, forgive the boyfriend, girlfriend, even the wife or husband. I know what I'm saying can be hard, But forgiving someone for the act against you can be difficult. I understand that you're not saying that it was a good event. You're not even saying that it was acceptable. But when you forgive, what you're saying is that you don't want the bondage. You don't want the pressure, the baggage. What you're saying is that you want complete deliverance from the event, from the experience from that thing that was done to you. And, you know, forgiveness can help you with that. Talk to God about it. He knows every event of your life. He will talk you through it. He will walk you through it. You know, Romans 1, let me look that up. Romans 1 talks about the wrath of God and mentions unforgiveness, and unforgiveness is a sin. If we don't forgive and, and, and partake, it's a sin that can cause his wrath. Let me read it. Even And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. And to do things that are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, hater of God, violent, proud, boasters eventers of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, 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 unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death, Not only do they, not only do the same, but also approve of them that practice it. Listen, guys, unforgiveness can bring on the wrath of God. And that is not something that we want. That is not something, I mean, even the feeling of unforgiveness, the pain, the strife, The offense that you may be feeling because you just can't forgive. The depression, anxiety that you may be feeling just because you can't forgive. God doesn't want you to have that. He wants you to be completely delivered from that. He can help you forgive. Even those who are deceased. If you still have offense, yes, forgive those who you haven't seen in years, those who are in prison. My husband and I have, we've had to forgive each other for many things, but I love God and I want the love in my heart to grow for my husband. I have had to forgive friends, family, associates. Ask God to help you do the same thing. And you know what? we hurt and offend family. We hurt and offend friends, associates, but we can repent and resolve the issues. Let me say this a different way. Repent and ask God to forgive you for the sins that you've committed towards family or friends, towards anyone, and he will. He will, God will forgive you and give you peace. You know, God may encourage you to talk about it with a friend. He may encourage you to go to a group session, to see a counselor. Whatever God tells you to do, do it. He may even encourage you to forgive and give you peace. And that's all you have to do. I know what I'm saying is that you have to trust God. He loves you and he wants you to have peace. He wants you to have peace beyond understanding. And he's willing to give you that. And let me say this. You may have an issue with God. I did My mother committed suicide my senior year of high school, and I developed an an issue with God. When I approached her room, I saw the Bible on her bed, and I looked down at her, and she had a gunshot wound to the temple. But I couldn't understand why he didn't intervene or why he didn't save her. That bothered me for years. And when I redirected my life to Christ, I asked him, why did you let this happen? He didn't answer me. (laughs) He didn't answer me in the way that I thought he would, but boy, did I feel his love. Oh my gosh. Did I feel God's love? And there came a time, though, when I was encouraged to forgive, to forgive him. Yes, forgive God. (laughs) Did he need forgiveness? Absolutely not. But the preacher mentioned our need to forgive God for what we thought he had done wrong. And I did. and. I can't thoroughly explain how I felt, but it was freedom, true freedom. Forgiveness brings freedom. Some of you know what I'm talking about. You have offense against God. Tell him how you're feeling and listen. Listen to what he has to say and feel the peace and the love he gives you, because it's there. It's there. If you feel like you need to forgive him, say, Lord, I forgive you for thus and so. And I mean, really mean it and, and let it go. Let it go. God is a deliverer. He is a healer. And however that needs to happen for you in your life, he can do it. He can do the most amazing things for us. You know, your anger towards God, your anger towards family isn't helping you. God loves you with an everlasting love. And he wants wants you healed of the anger. He wants you healed of the strife. You know, there's a commandment with the promise. And it says, honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land that the Lord God is giving you. This is the command with the promise that you can live long and strong. Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. And if you have issues with your parents or your guardian, God can even help you honor them. Even if they reject you, God will give you peace. Romans 12, 18 says, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Listen, that is another powerful scripture because that's telling us what we should do live at peace with everyone love is a part of salvation peace is a part of salvation joy is a part of salvation and it's a great part but we often we often operate in our flesh we offend we gossip we're envious we keep strife we're unmerciful we complain and argue we sin we sin you know john first john 1 and 9 says but if we confess our sins to him he is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Cleanse us of all wickedness. Repent, and God will forgive. Ephesians 4 and 31 says, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. Let me read that again. Ephesians 4.32 says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. We all have sinned and come short of the glory of God but sanctification has to show up. Let's look at Mark 12, 29 through 31. God wants us to love him with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our mind, with all our strength. And the second is this, we shall love our neighbors as ourselves. There is no other commandment greater than these. Now, (laughs) the second part can be difficult. The second part is not just talking about your next door neighbor. It's talking about people in general. Do you love people? Do you love anybody, everybody? People with different backgrounds, of a different color, foreigners, people who don't agree with your politics or your philosophies. The verse says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Do you love yourself? I mean, really love yourself. Do you have issues that you're ashamed of? Things that you wish had never happened? Things that are embarrassing to you. You know, we need to repent for those things, for those issues, for those situations. Repentance recognizes that our sin is offensive to God. And repentance also involves an irreversible change of heart and mind. And it also changes our actions. And so repentance is a big part of the the issues that you're ashamed of, that you wish had never happened. But if you have repented for those things, you have to release yourself from it. You have to forgive yourself from it. And I know it's very difficult for self-forgiveness, but it's very necessary. Again, God does not want you to feel condemnation through Christ. Remember, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And so repent and ask God for mercy, you know, if there are things that have been done that have repercussions or backlash but release yourself free yourself let it go and literally let it go and you know let's 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 talk about part of the motivation that we we experience 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Yeah, Satan wants to set us up. He wants us to fail. He wants us to slip. He wants us to fall, and he wants us to stay in that fallen place. The devil is busy. (laughs) He's very busy. And if we're not listening to God, we're listening to ourselves or Satan. And let me say that the two, those two at the end are not good. God loves us and wants the best for us and he came that we may have life and have it more abundantly and again there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus listen satan is on the prowl to destroy us and he uses all kinds of things to do it rape domestic violence abuse acts of violence addiction, alcohol, porn, drugs, accidents, burglaries, job job disagreements, sickness and disease, false accusations and offenses. Listen, we must forgive or repent if we have experienced any of that and move on, live our lives in righteousness, in holiness, in sanctification. Let me give you an example. If someone offered you drugs and you tried it, you must forgive that person who offered you the drugs and repent for taking the drugs. If you were raped, forgive the rapist. Abusers, forgive burglaries, forgive. Whatever caused you pain, offense, hurt, forgive. And again, if you have caused pain, repent, let it go, and stand in the righteousness of God. Now, forgiveness does not mean that the, what again, does not mean that what the person did was okay. It does not mean that the person won't experience consequences for their actions. But we must put love in action. God loves you and he wants you healed. He wants you whole. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. Proverbs 10 Proverbs ten and 12 says, Hatred stirs up strife but love covers all offenses we need to love and we need to experience love don't you want to be loved don't you want to experience love yeah you do (laughs) you do but you also have to love and even if we don't Even if we can't love the way we're supposed to right away, God will help. He will definitely help us. The Holy Spirit will teach us how to love each other, how to love even your enemy. Yes, he will. You may not like your neighbor. You may not care for people in general but God can supernaturally give you love for them. You know, God is coming for a perfect church without spot or wrinkle. And while we're in heaven, we're going to give God so much honor and glory. We're going to praise him. But we're going to praise him with all types of nationalities, all colors. And it's going to be a glorious time. We're going to praise him with all people around the world. And remember that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which is given to us. The Holy Spirit can grow that love as as our love grows in our hearts. The capacity to love God increases and our capacity to love others increases. Allow the Holy Spirit to transform your heart and your minds. Allow him to heal. Allow him to deliver. Allow him to make you free. You know, if you have not received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and you know you need to, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, forgive me for my sins. Cleanse me of all unrighteousness. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I submit myself to him fully. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Thank you for joining me for fuel Living. I hope you enjoyed the episode and please stay tuned next week for another great episode. Take care. Join Lisa each week for faith-filled, spirit-led messages and interviews that will empower you to live your best life, spirit, soul, and body.